Welcome, everybody. I'm starting off soft and gentle today. I don't know why. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> hey. It must be the rain. It must be. I felt like I was drowning all the way up here. It was so wet. Uh, welcome to Seattle. Yeah, I know, but still. Oh, we're in Bellevue. Oh, we're in Bellevue. That's <laughs> right, we are. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this morning... This is the last Saturday of the month, and so this Saturday we saved, I don't know for the best for last, but pretty darn close. We have Mr. Ray Grassi on today, and Ray is one of the best astrologers I happen to know, and um, he's going to be talking about all things Pluto today. I think it's probably going to be sort of the center point of our, our, our interview today, but um, Pluto is going direct or retrograde at 11.55 this morning. Oh, my gosh. Just before we go off the air, we'll all disintegrate at 11.55. Oh, I don't think it will be that dramatic. No, but, you know. Hey. You all go within and dig deep. And dig deep, and we're going to transform on the air. You're going to look for the truth. That's right. Anyway, we're going to be doing that, and we're going to be talking to him about a whole bunch of other stuff, too. And we're going to have fun doing it. So, anyway, and also we're going to do our Celebrity of the Week who is Mr. Bill Gates, you know, and kind of figuring out, well, I don't know who to talk to. I've got a whole list of them now. I just started to make a list at home of people that I want to talk about. i got about 10 or 15 on the list already. So I just have lists to pick from. Rather than contacting you two days before, say, who should we talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway, by the way, that is my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here. Thank you very much. Despite the rain. Despite the rain. The car accidents coming up. Yes. Oh, you didn't have one on the way up here, did you? Uh, there, it had. Yeah, there was one right in front of me. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just gotta watch out. You definitely yeah. have to be watching. Yeah, you do. So. Because this this happened, and then he spun into the lane. Oh. So everyone had to move over to the right oh, to get right. around him because he stuck into two lanes. It's a Pluto, Pluto about to go retrograde. It's yeah. Pluto's, de, it, it's a, whenever planet changes direction, isn't stationary, the energy is twice as intense, if not more. So yeah. uh, it's something we'll just start noticing everywhere. Well, it transformed his car. <laughs> <laughs> it that, doesn't look like it did before, I'm probably sure. Not, probably not an improvement either. Uh, so. No, it kind of looks like the back end of your car where the oh. guy rear-ended you. Did you have to remind me of my crummy car? It's not a crummy car. It no. just got rear-ended. It, it just looks awful. But the thing is, at least I can find it in a parking lot late at night. <laughs> you could find that one just by Braille. I was like, yeah, there it is. It's a crumpled car. Yeah, it's pretty goofy. Anyway, so we're going to be doing that, and we're going to take a break right now. And when we get back, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week, and we're going to bring on Ray Grassy to help us with this. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. 
Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okie dokie. All right. And we're going to add the extra body today. We're going to be talking to our guest, Mr. Ray Grassy, who is a fantastic astrologer. I figure just bring him on for this. Turns out he's done some work on him. So, Ray Grassy, how are you? Hi, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. You sound a little fuzzy today, but well, well. <laughs> well, maybe it's, I'll talk a little more directly into the... Uh, there oh, you go. There you go. That's perfect. Okay. okay, great. That's wonderful. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Ray, um, not you, sorry, about Bill Gates. Okay, and his birthday, in case anybody's interested, is October 28th, 1955, at 10 p.m., and he's born right here in Seattle, Washington. So... Anyway, as we know, Bill Gates was, head, was the head of Microsoft and has now branched off to start his own humanitarian cause type of things. The Bill, and uh, he's over there grinning at me. He's got Well, he's st- been doing that for quite some time. Yeah, it's not like he branched off. No, I know, but he, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is interesting. So anyway, um, I think I want to ask you, what um, things you noticed in your, his chart's pretty interesting looking, I have to say that. But uh, what are the things in the chart that you notice about him, Ray? Well, you know, it's it's an interesting horoscope. And I, I as I mentioned to you yesterday, it's a curious synchronicity that uh, I found out while doing research yesterday that he was born the day after the premiere of the movie Rebel Without a Cause. Right. And I think that's kind of, synchronistic in a certain way because he became this young upstart that kind of shook up the establishment like the movie but in his chart he's got that very strong Scorpio Aries sort of uh, pattern there which uh, the the moon and Aries and the sun and Scorpio as I recall right and that's that's a that's definitely a, a warrior energy a fighter energy and I don't mean that in a negative way yeah but um, but also with that Saturn Venus in Scorpio as I've written about a few different times it's uncanny how many times you see these billionaires multi-billionaires that uh, have Venus conjunct Saturn right mm-hmm. Bezos has Venus conjunct Saturn his wife uh, estranged wife Mackenzie has Venus conjunct Saturn. Uh, John D. Rockefeller Jr., I believe it was, had the conjunction. Mark Zuckerberg had the opposition. Oprah Winfrey had the square. Right. There's this this repeating pattern and uh, of the Saturn Venus connections, which right. we could go into for an hour. I'm not going to do that, but I will say that it often shows it's kind of a late bloomer energy, rags to riches, because one of the things, if I can be very frank. I remember following Bill Gates pretty early in his career in terms of the news stories about him, and I saw him as kind of a ruthless, you know, uh, businessman. And as he's gotten older, he's changed pretty radically. I'm sure his wife had a large, you know, played a large role in that, where he's become this philanthropist and uh, quite different in his whole energy than what I remember when he was younger. But what's also I think interesting is that this Pluto station that's so strong today and it's been building up for the last few weeks right. is pretty much near his seventh house cusp. Yes, it and, is. Um, and so he's been the source of all sorts of conspiracy theories yeah. in the last few weeks. 
And I'm, I'm not going to go into that. That's, uh, that's not my point here. The point is that Pluto often has this element of, it is somewhat conspiratorial in its vibration, and it's right. also, there's an element of suspicion and that sort of thing. And so here he is, the seventh house is open enemies, and I think that he's certainly in the crosshairs of a lot of people who have seen him somehow as the poster boy for some kind of global um, uh, conspiratorial takeover. Yeah, and of course he's also uh, center stage now with the coronavirus. You know, he's he was right. uh, he was on well, tied into that because oh, they're, yeah. they're somehow thinking he's somehow involved with it, either on the vaccine level or yeah. maybe with the you know decimating the world population. I mean, there's all sorts of things that are swirling around the internet about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and of course he was on um, I think uh, CNN. I think it was on Thursday night. I think with. Uh, Anderson and Sanjay, and they were talking to him about all this. And you know, he's he's um, he's really involved with the the development of the vaccine. Now, I mean, Doug has a different opinion on this. Oh, I think that he's in the vaccine makeup. I mean, yeah. he's done so many vaccines; it's off the hook. Yeah. Whether they're good, that's another thing. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they have not done any work as far as on these vaccines in thirty years to show that they are something that is positive for humanity. Okay. And there's going to be cases coming up against him huge because yeah. of that. Now, didn't you look up whether or not he had a stationary he had stationary Uranus? Is that what it was? Uranus, yes. Okay. Uranus went retrograde 7 days after yeah, he so was born. Yeah, so that's in this that's and in that's the sitting in his zone. first house. So first he has a lot of impact with that. He, he's totally known for his Uranian things in, on the planet, not to mention developing a software company. That's very Uranian. So um, it, it's sort of, again, the, st- the case of the stationary planet seems to come up out of the blue and it kind of overwhelms the person, you know, and it also it changes the per- public persona of the person, you know, to match the stationary planet. At least that's my theory on that, and I'm sticking to it. We'll let you. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, the Uranus station, any any astrological pattern, as you know, can be used or abused. Yeah, it can be. And, for example, as I recall, John F. Kennedy was born on a Uranus station point. I think Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. was. I believe that um, Charles Darwin, born on the same day as Lincoln, did it uh, okay. as well. And it's... Um, you know, it's it's neither inherently good or bad, but it right. certainly amplifies Uranus in terms of the independence, media right. orientation, uh, technological technology. Uh, it, there's an entrepreneurial quality to Uranus as well Absolutely. in terms of that independent yes, uh, sort of spirit. But um, that the fact that he has it, Bill Gates, in his first house, yeah. makes it extremely powerful. Yeah, that's it that's does. for sure. Yeah, I have Uranus station in two on my chart. So oh, that's right, you do. Yeah, I do, and um, I love it. <laughs> it's in my eleventh or twelfth house, depending on what house system you use. But um, it it's been very powerful for me. It's always been right. I've always been, you know, if people ask me, well, why don't you go work for somebody? I just grit my teeth and growl at them. <laughs> you know, I can't even stand that thought. So. Well, you're also on the radio, and you know, there's the media thing. It's it's uh, 
That's kind you of know, Iranian. You, and then the astrology and all that. I mean, it couldn't be more textbook Iranian. Oh, thank you. Don't very you much. think that the Uranus square that's going on right now to his Uranus going through his tenth would actually have a big impact while he's being pulled in so strong right now? Pulled in, I didn't quite make out. Pulled into what? Did well, the fact that he's being pulled in, everything that's going on on the Internet as far as ex- bringing him forward, the ties that he has to this Dr. Fauci? Fauci, yeah. Right. And Burke's, because when oh. you start looking at that, uh, Burke's daughter works at the foundation for Bill Gates and Melinda. Okay, we have to hmm. take a break here. Okay, we have to take a pregnant pause here. So when we get back, we're going to complete this thought when we do that. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst. She's an aromatherapist. At this point, you probably wondered or what essential oils are. Are you confused? Are you overwhelmed? Are you not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. Now more than ever, we all need to be focused and boosting our immune system. Angela has the right tools to help. And she's teaching weekly classes via Zoom. So if you want more information and want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 26th, it's the last Sunday of the month, and that means it's Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald on Animal World, educating, entertaining, and uplifting the human animal. This month, Kevin welcomes Natasha Venter, medium, communicator, and personal awareness coach. They'll have open phone lines for your questions. Hope you can join them. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Talk, Alternative Talk Radio. Talk radio. Anyway, so this is Eileen Grimes, astrologer with my co-host Doug Johnston and our guest today, which is Ray Grassy. And we've just been talking about, what was it? The <laughs> fact that he's been pulling into the public eye and his connections to this coronavirus. Okay, right. Yeah, we were talking about and that. And in 2017... He and Fauci were in front of Trump saying that there would be an epidemic that was coming and there had to be things done. Yeah. They hold the patent for the corona virus vaccine, which oh. I think is interesting because it's been out there for a couple of years already. Interesting. Okay. So that makes sense, doesn't it, Ray? Yeah, although I do, if, if I remember correctly, there isn't a single coronavirus vaccine. I think that I, I need to look into this a little more. It's, it's, um, I didn't say there was a single vaccine. I said they hold the patent that they were making this vaccine. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay, got it. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think that, you know, the, the Saturn, there's a lot going on. I think it's, uh, I don't want to mislead people and think there's only one energy happening, the Pluto station. That's one of several things happening. Mm-hmm. The new moon uh, a, a day or two ago was a, a major trigger of the Saturn-Uranus, and 
we've also got um, uh, the, the the well the Saturn now is in it's about to stand still. In fact, it's already slowing down yeah. in early Aquarius. And then we've got the Venus station. We've got the Jupiter station. There's a there's basically a four-week or maybe even a three-week period where we've got four planetary stations happening. <laughs> so this is we're riding the rapids right now in terms of a lot of turbulence, a lot of big changes. Right. And I think that this Saturn-Uranus square that's happening is part of this shakeup. There's there's a, a major shakeup going on in terms of politics. I think that the um, the, the the North Korea thing is certainly worth watching right yeah. now, as yeah. you know. But this is this is this is not an ordinary time to put it. No. Well, the fact that Pluto and uh, Saturn haven't been in Capricorn together for 500 years is yes. kind of shows how ordin- out of the ordinary it is. It is. Right. Yeah. If you go back to 1517, that was the reformation of the, the church where uh, all of a sudden Protestants were created. Right, exactly. And that changed everything, and then King Henry VIII kicks yeah. the church out of England. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to tell you that it was two nights ago when Doug texted me and said, can you find out when the last time Pluto and Saturn were in Capricorn? <laughs> I said, well, what's the range here? A thousand years or something? So I, I, did, um, I thank God I've got a, a, it's an online ephemeris, but it's, it's 3,000 years. So I figured, well, it's in there somewhere. So I went all the way back to 1517. I think it was in August sometime. Yeah. So that's when it last happened. And then there was a square or an opposition, I think, Approximately, I don't remember the year of that, but it was like 250 years later or something, maybe more than that. But it's it's a very rare con, con, conjunction, and right. and because of of the speed of both the planets, they take forever to get through a sign. So the fact that you know, we I mean, astrologers have obviously been seeing this coming down the pike for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, to say, oh, this is a time where things are really gonna go nuts. You know, and it has basically gone nuts. So, you know, what do you do? So, and the fact that it's in Capricorn, I think, does that it involves power structures that yes, involves it does. big government, big banking. Yeah, yep. you know, yep. and totally then, agree with you. And then you have the Uranus and Taurus, <laughs> which <laughs> to emphasize yeah. the economic side of things was back when it was here. Would have been right at the end of World War Two. That's right. Where yes. Brent Wood was set up with the having a gold back currency. Okay. And now we've got the oil negative 47, which puts OPEC, yeah, uh, which backing the dollar, mm-hmm. way down to nothing. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where oil is right so now. So like- I believe we're going to go back on the precious metal gold standard, and I think it's about to be announced here real uh, soon. Well, I, you know, it probably be a good idea because it seems like the dollar is... They're making such a big deal out of something that's basically worthless. Well, you know, mm-hmm. toilet paper, you can't find that, so oh, there you point. go. Toilet paper's more, <laughs> worth more than the dollar right now. It is. <laughs> no kidding. So, yeah, I mean, um, we're talking about, I think, the things with uh, a Pluto stationary. I mean, everything that, I've been watching the news like a hawk. I bet you have too, Ray. Yeah. Yeah, to see what issues come up. First of all, there was the... Kim Jong-un business that happened a few days ago. They're questioning whether or not he's even still alive. 
you know, and because of such a secretive society, which is very Plutonian, obviously, somebody, they, we don't even, that's not even on the radar screen, although there's a lot of intelligence that are going to try to dig out the truth about that. But still, I mean, the man has, and he's a Capricorn too, of course, naturally. So, uh, come through. Yeah, I mean, Capricorns are strong. Yeah, well, if you were 300 pounds and had diabetes and smoked five packs a day, would you be strong? Now you're talking about Henry VIII again. Well, maybe he's a reincarnation <laughs> of that. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. But, you know, um, it's, it seems as though that's another possibility on, on the, because we were talking also this morning online about talking about the uh, Pluto return. That's in 2024, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. So this is basically a lead-in to that. You know, um, it's like They're connected. I, absolutely. Oh, for sure. It seems like one major event happens and then the next one and it's directly resulting from the previous one. It's something you just watch the you watch the drops along the road to see where things take you. And it seems like it all has a very logical projection or pro- progression, you know, and it seems like right now uh, with all this happening, you know, it seems like the next thing that happens could be a huge one. You know, the size of an earthquake. Definitely be exposing a lot of things that have been hidden. Yeah, right. And that's one thing about it. Yeah, and it's going to change the reality of everybody here. And it, frankly, this whole coronavirus has changed everything. Um, I think it's changed environmentally. It's, you know, it's changed everything for, in, in some respects, for the good. Anytime you go within and everyone being locked up, they have to take time to go There's into something. There's no other place to go, is there? That's right. No. Yeah, and so they sort through their old world. Everyone goes through cleaning their house, getting rid of things that no longer fit in their life, and they wonder why they've been holding on to it. Yeah, that's that would be my thought, and too. And that allows everything to move forward again. So with this plan, you know, oh, go I, ahead. I did want to add, if we have a minute or do you... Yes, you have we have here. more than a minute. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. The, the thing is that... Um, you know, it's it's easy to talk about the darker elements of these patterns and the destructive possibilities, and yet, as you know, and we've talked about this before, uh, there's always a good and a bad any of these sorts of patterns. Right. So if you look at the people that were born under Saturn-Pluto aspects, mm-hmm. you see quite a roster of brilliant people like Orson Welles and... James Taylor and Patti Smith and Stephen King, and the list goes on. Right. And so, and there, there's there been a lot of drama in their lives in terms of, you know, they haven't had easy, an easy time of it, but there's always that bright side to it for the individual that cares to, you know, work with the energies. And so the last time Saturn and Pluto were really in a uh, powerful alignment was 9-11. Yes. Back in 2001, 2002, and that was a very dramatic, very dark time, and yet it also was a time, I think, that brought people together, and there was yeah. also uh, a lot of soul-searching and reflection going on, and that's what can happen with Saturn-Pluto. It's it's not all bad. No, it isn't. Oh, I no. think this is actually marvelous with what's coming out here. Absolutely, because... Um I remember 9-11, I mean, the, the, it, it's the initial shock. I think one of the things that Antero Ali, who is an astrologer, you probably know who he is, he talks about it yeah. being a trauma. You know, any outer planet movement, when it hits something, it's a psychological, it's a trauma-type-based thing. You know, and when um, the, what was it the square that happened? 
you know, during 2011 or 2001? I believe 2011, 2012, I believe, something was in that ballpark. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so the the first shot across the bow was a huge hit. It was literally those buildings collapsing. That's the, the, the reverberating effects of that. And so everybody just sat there stunned for a while and didn't know what to do. And then everybody started to rise up and start work together. That's the, I think that's the main thing about these transits is that we have to come back to ourselves and each other, you know. Well, the first thing I saw when I saw it, or first thing I said, it's an inside job. Yeah. That was yeah. the first thing that came out of my it mouth. It was kind of weird, though, I admit. And I was know. with a bunch of people, and they go, oh, no, no, that's the weight of the building coming down. Mm. That's why it collapsed. I said, bull crap. Yeah. <laughs> But one of the things that really hit home for me with the Saturn-Pluto energies I've watched in my life is that it kind of wipes away trivialities. Yes. And it takes you off of the surface of things. You're going about your everyday business just, you know, thinking it's going to be this way forever. And Saturn-Pluto comes along like a wrecking ball. Yeah. And it shakes things up in a way where you have to reexamine your priorities, your life. You have to look at everything all in a a fresh light and that's a very difficult and you could use the word traumatic side of it but there's all usually something can come out of it in terms of that the rebirth side of the 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 equation yeah exactly where was uh what was going on with saturn pluto when the titanic went down oh i don't know that was april what 15th 1912 i don't 1912 yeah. 1912, yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if you knew I wrote a book about that, Ray. Did you? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that. It's called the Titanic Astrology, the Grand Design of a Famous Shipwreck. So, uh, and I was examining uh, the alignment of planets at the time of the, of the collision with the iceberg. That was the moment in time. That's when the Pluto moment. But um, I'm trying to think of where things were. Um, Saturn was in... Gemini, and so was Pluto, but they were pretty wide that day. Okay, but in the same sign? Yeah. In the same mm-hmm. sign, that's still, I would that's, give that some that's credence. That still has a They're a, like impact. 14 degrees apart, but Saturn oh. is, to me, a 15-degree planet. So. And 15, de- yes. <laughs> I would tend to agree with that, yes. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Listen, we got to take another really quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be talking more with Ray Grassy and Doug Johnston. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read about Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind hand and that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. Another great book of Matt's is The Groundskeeper and Other Short Stories, which Doug is reading right now and loves it. Okay. (laughs) And has been receiving a lot of attention from Doug and everybody else on Amazon and the website. So feel free to look at Matt's website where all his books are available. Matt would love to hear from you and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can also write him at his personal email address at workinmat7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com, 
or you can call him at 206-915-1881. You can contact him at his website at www.mattsheabooks.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial alternative talk 1150 and welcome back to the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio with my co-host mr doug johnston and mr ray grassy fantastic astrologer from back east hi ray <laughs> hey there so you know, something else occurred to me if oh, i can yeah. mention this okay um this week, uh, Michael Moore released a new film this week. You okay. may have heard about it, called mm-hmm. Planet of the Humans. It's, it, he was the executive producer, but someone else, uh, Terry Gibbs, I think, directed it and wrote it. Okay. But it's a very dramatic, stark look at the environmental problems we're dealing with and the green energy movement and all this. Right. And it's it's a brilliant film, but it's very it's 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 kind of shocking. Okay. And it's a good example of what I was talking about before. And mm-hmm. the timing of this coming out now, I think, is fitting because oh, yeah. it's hard to look at this film, and yet it's it's unveiling. It's like pulling the veil back on a lot of what we're doing and okay. a lot of what's happening in the environmental movement. And it's uh, as dark as that may be. It's also, I think, part of the catharsis. It's part of the process of of fixing the problem. Right. Sometimes we have to see something so blatantly obvious to us in liter- in real life, on film or whatever, and it, it, it kind of shocks our, our innards to the point where, oh, well, we just can't simply do that anymore. So when did this film come out? A few days ago. Oh, perfect. It, uh, it was this week. It's free on, uh, he's releasing the film free on YouTube. Okay. Again, it's called Planet of the Humans, and... Um, it's pretty jaw-dropping, but it's very Plutonian in the ways that we were talking about before. Okay. We're writing this down, Planet of the Humans. Okay. Okay, great. I'm going to watch that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, amazing when Pluto or is going to do something or it's stationary, it goes retrograde or direct. Something happens in our collective minds and in our collective experience that usually just like whips our head around 360 degrees so that we have to take a look at something in a unique way, you know, and it's usually quite a shock, you know. So like I said, I've been waiting this whole week to see what's going to show up in the news that's going to um, be collectively, you know, going to hit everybody at the same time. But And I'd watch the next few days very carefully because it hasn't shifted just yet. It will any true. minute, as you know. Yes, that's right. It's, but yeah. You have to give about that, 20 as, minutes. you know, a, a week or two on either side, but I think the next three or four days could be really interesting to watch in terms of the news. Yeah, yep. I do too. I do too. I do too. Yeah, so. When you're talking, you know, we both have, Eileen and I have Pluto in the first house. Yes, we do. So uh-huh. we've yes. got that imprint there big time uh-huh. about Pluto. Yeah, I mean, like, we're, you know, when Pluto goes on, we're we're wired up to that. You know, and yes. and also my Mars or my 
Mars and Scorpio squares Pluto as well. So it's a double whammy for me, but it's, it's, it's the stuff that <clears throat> I think at, at a base level, Pluto is, is collective rage. You know, it's something that tires everybody together to one thing that makes everybody upset. You know, well, I think it is always rooting out truth. It is, and, and that's, that's usually what's going on. Interesting about it. Yeah, it is. You know, the um, Pentagon Papers, I believe, were released to the public under a Pluto station point. Oh, goodness! And that me. was again an example of where you're having to face some unpleasant truths. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Was part of the process of healing. I also want to mention. I believe that Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, the performers, were born on Pluto station points, and both were Scorpios, interesting. Right, right. So, again, there's a depth in their music you don't see, let's say, with you know, bubblegum music and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's very true. I My... love bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against bubblegum. <laughs> you're a dentist. Oh, God. Anyway, um, yeah, my favorite musician, who's Bruce Hornsby, has Pluto stationary in his chart. And he is, his music is very deep, you know, and he's yeah. also got four planets in Scorpio, too, which really, yeah, really helps. I think helps. his music's kind of a little dark. It's, just, <laughs> it's got some darkness to yeah. it. Yeah, it does. But it also has some profoundly transformational stuff in it, too, you know. And so, um, and I happen to know him really well, you know, personally, and... You know, with my Mars and Scorpio sits on his Mars, his stellium of Scorpio planets. It's really interesting to watch that dynamic play out. But you know, right. uh, it, it's he's he's really he's a very sweet human being. He really is. But he is a Sagittarius with Leo rising. But he's got all that under stuff <laughs> underneath. <laughs> Ray, have you looked at um, the starting days as far as the corporation of Google or YouTube or Facebook? What's all going on with those charts? Mm. You know, I haven't recently. I did. I was looking recently. At, I think when MTV started, that was under a Uranus station point. But I, I don't. I don't remember. I haven't personally looked at it. But I've seen people that have looked at the starting horoscopes for those entities. But I, I honestly don't remember what uh, I, I saw in that. Okay. Yeah. I have, have you looked at that yourself? I know I haven't. I just went through my head at the moment, and I thought, you know, it's one thing I've got to look at. Yeah, right. Because I would think there's got to be big things about to happen with all of those. Right. And, and you know, yeah. another company that has problems like this is the Boeing Company. And then Boeing Company started on July 16th, I think, 1916. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. You know, and I looked at it, and I said, well, look what Pluto's doing. Supposing it's sun. The sun's in the 11th house, naturally, yeah. aviation, with Aquarius moon. Well, you know, so that kind of says aviation, aviation, aviation. So, and look what's the company is going through just plain heck right now. I have to use a different Well, word. they are back to work this week. Well, true, but there's a whole lot of stuff that's out, and they're finding all sorts of corruptions going on between the um, the transportation, whatever you call mm-hmm. it, the federal. Well, and, the CEO did he, step down now. Yeah, so he did. You know, and all that's this, a biggie. And I a thought, lot of CEOs have stepped down. Yeah. All over, thousands of companies actually. Yeah, because yeah, they've been run rather corruptly. So, yeah, and it seems as though that Boeing has been paying off the people in the government, you know, to to fabricate, you know, it's just all sorts of messy stuff. Yep. So Truth is about to be and, revealed. And it has been revealed in that respect. 
because, you Speaking know. of which, do you want to uh, talk for a little bit about the U.S. Pluto return? Yes. Oh, yes, that of course. That would be great. Yes, let's do that. We're just going all over that, the place today, but that's fine. Oh, no, that's, I enjoy that. I'm a Gemini. Oh, of course. <laughs> so am I. Um, <laughs> you know, it, um, it, there's so much of what is going on is affecting the whole world, and yet the United States is obviously, you know, definitely in the crosshairs as well. And it's, it's partly because of the fact that for the first time in its history, Pluto is coming back around to where it was in 1776. Right. And uh, Pluto is definitely the planet of transformation, of revolution, of, of like volcanic turbulence and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, even though it's not happening technically, it's not completing until for another two years. Yeah. It, we're definitely feeling it. And oh, it's, yeah. One of the things you can look to with something like this is to the half return, which was the 1930s when Pluto was mm-hmm. in the opposite point. Right. Before the, you know, full return. And that was, of course, the Great Depression. It right. was the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of turbulence in the in the body politic. But I think a lot of what's going on now is, and it was just in general, it was a, a, an extremely difficult time for most Americans. And yes. even though that is affecting the whole world, it's, again, like you were talking about before, Eileen, the sense of things kind of, I forget how you phrased it, dovetailing coming together one right. on, one after the other right so what's happening in america is 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 kind of like riding the wave of this very difficult transformation the whole world is yeah. going through well it seems as though um no matter how you stack it humanity is condemned to repeat itself you know and if we haven't learned the lessons the first time the second time will be even more difficult that's according to pluto's form well, you know. at least the, the second time we get it all correct, I hope. Well, hopefully, yeah. But, I mean, it's already there's already been mentioned, are we in a depression? Are we heading towards a depression? No. You know, and that would have been the ta- talk back in the 1930s. Same thing that yeah. would have been said. Yeah. You know, and so here again, we are repeating ourselves, you know, and this time it's, it's uh, I think it's a run of too much abundance, too, everything overinflated. Everybody's, you know, wanting, it sort of reminds me of the 80s, 80s, but on steroids, you know, and uh, everybody wants the money. They want to have it now and and all this stuff. And and then we have a man uh, at the helm of the country who is a financial guy and he's not he's not a political man, you know, so that just makes total sense in the grand scheme of things. And now we're at this point where. This uh, this virus came in and interrupted the po- the plan ahead, you know. I just kind of said, "Excuse me, we well, have other things to do. You have to look out for each other. You have to handle this virus. This is bigger than everybody is. So get on your knees and pray to God that you're going to get through it because this this is a t- this is another Pluto business, you know. So um, I think we just overextended ourselves. We just got a little too big for our britches." I don't say it that way. I do. I think that looking at what's happening, the fact that the Fed has been shoved under the U.S. Treasury's control right now, that's a big step in what Kennedy was attempting to do back in the 60s. -hmm. And so this to me says we're going on to a gold standard. I just feel it bigger than big. Yeah. Which means, uh, and of course, with the Uranus and Taurus, a complete, a complete shift in the financial 
situation in our country and all over the world. It's not right. just us. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And that can be a real positive because we kind of come to yeah. ground zero and start again with mm-hmm. something of true value. Yeah, that's right. So you think that's true, yeah. <laughs> Ray? England has been through three Pluto returns oh. uh, since 1066, oh. uh-huh. if you want to use that as the founding of oh. modern England with okay. William the Conqueror. And um, it's not, uh, some people are fearing that the Pluto return is the death of America, but, you know, England went through three of them, and each time there was a major shift. Mm-hmm. And the shifts weren't all positive or all negative. Some some of the things that happened, like, for example, Elizabeth the first came in under a Pluto station, I mean, oh. under a, a, a Pluto return. Okay. And that was the Elizabethan era, which was great in a lot of ways. It also inaugurated the slave trade for England. Okay. And that which ended under the next Pluto return, by the way, in around 1800, wow. 1810, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So it's there's always this double-edged sword quality to a, something like a Pluto return, where it's the dissolution of certain old structures and ways of life and the opening up of new ones, but yeah. it's never all good or all bad. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But it usually has to do with huge structures that have been part of our mainstay, stuff that affects everybody. So it's not just, you know, obviously right. it's not just a one little thing that's affecting one part of the world. It's everybody that's going to get it. So anyway, and everybody's been talking about that. It says we're in a different world right now. Completely different. Than what, it's yeah. sort of like we went along and then we just took a detour and went off on, on an alternative reality. Well, it's not alternative. It's what reality is now. So um, everybody keeps wanting to move things back to the way it was and get the, the country up and running to be like we were before. That isn't going to happen, kids. Oh, yes, it will. No. Nope. I totally disagree with you. I think that we're coming to it faster than you think. Okay, yeah. I, and that, so I, I talk to me in two weeks and see where we are there. Because okay, I think there's going to be big changes coming. Oh, yeah. Well, with everything that's going on, the, pl- the planetary actions right now, everything is changing very quickly. So, yes, I agree with that. So, okay, we have to take another really quick break, our last break of the day. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom from the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near our retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you some money. Susan does have some workshops. She has, still hasn't told me when they're going to be, but I have to talk to her this week and find out if she's got any scheduled. She's trying to get it fixed so that she can do them on the Internet since we are not doing any social dis, doing the social distancing right now. So anyway, she will be getting those done, and I'll let you know when they are. Okay, so if you need more information, call Susan at 253 318 9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. With me is my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. Yep. And our guest. <laughs> and our guest is Mr. Ray Grassy. We've had a really good conversation this morning about a lot of stuff. Right now we're talking about the Pluto return, which happens in 2024. And, and you know, it's all we have to do to... See, you know, basically we don't know what's going to happen, but if we look at the previous ones, we can get an idea of the intensity of what's going to happen. Isn't that true? Yeah, and I think that, um, and like I want to reiterate, it's a long-term energy. You could even argue that it started when Pluto went into Capricorn in 2008. Right. But certainly I'd say between now and the next six years or so, it's it's a major shakeup. You're right. And, uh, you know, one of the things about this coronavirus is I keep getting people asking me, when is this all going to be over? And right. I don't I don't know. And I don't yeah. know if any astrologer knows. A lot of, are saying that they know. Right. But uh, there's several there's several moving parts here. Yes. There's the economic side of it. Yeah. There's the health side of it. And there's two or three other aspects of it. Yes. And they're not all going to, let's say, change at the same time. So we may, for example, get a vaccine, but that doesn't mean that the economic side will be over at the exact same moment. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very complex situation. Yeah. And you also have the political side in there, too. Political, yeah. Yeah, that's really critical. And the election coming up in, in November, which well, is kind of be- right in the middle of all this. Before the election, the end of September, you've Saturn going direct. Mm-hmm. And then four days later or five days later, whatever, Pluto goes direct <laughs> at 22 degrees. Uh-huh. That could be another yep. shakeup. It know? could be very interesting what goes yeah. on right there. Yeah. And because I think personally that you were saying that it seems like the, the Pluto return has somewhat already started. Well, the fact is we've had Saturn in the middle of this, so of course it's started. It's going to bring things in the physical reality and the stuff that has to be worked on. And maybe, well, you know, kind of drops it in front of you. You may want to look at this, you know, and okay, well, no, we don't want to look at that. Well, keep looking at it. You'll see something, you know. So it takes longer, but then these planets, they move real slow. So our lessons are going to be done, but they're going to take a long time to learn. So. Well, I, with everything going retrograde here in uh, <laughs> five, in five minutes. minutes, yes, <laughs> uh, that retrograde of those two both being retrograde, as far as I think there's going to be a lot of digging going on as far as looking for truth, looking yeah. for answers. Yes, that's right. And then when we got it going direct again here at the end of the September, uh, 1st of October. That's right. I think it's all going to be, the lid's going to be blown off and things are going to be put in yeah, everyone's face, so they have to see what's really happening. Can you remember, Ray, if we've ever had anything this intense in our history? I mean, at least when, since we've been born, probably not, but in our history to have so much intense astrological stuff. Yes and no. For example, I remember writing an article back in, I think, early 2000 about the huge lineup in Taurus that was taking place right. in uh, May of 2000. And, and that was in the uh, in the wake of a major Grand Cross that happened in 1999. And I remember thinking, this is a major shakeup. Right. And I even predicted in writing that there could be some problems with, you know, mm-hmm. terrorists like Osama bin Laden and all that. Right. And um, every time you have a major lineup, there tend to be big changes for better and worse. Yes, right. And there's been a big lineup. We had not just Saturn and 
uh, Pluto in Capricorn. We've had Jupiter in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. We had Mars in Capricorn. Yes. Uh, you know, there's, there's, this is definitely, it's like the odometer reaching, you know, what, 100,000 miles on the carts. It has the significance in terms of a milestone. Sort of <laughs> That's fast, you know? Ray. That's really fast. <laughs> and so it's really, um, yeah, I mean, in my life, nothing nothing like this this virus problem. No, That's no. Totally unprecedented in my lifetime and any of our lifetimes. Right, exactly. But I can't imagine none of us were really around when World War II kicked into high gear. No. We so weren't. I imagine that must have been for people that lived through that that are still around. That's right. You know, this must bring back some memories of that sense of urgency. Oh, yeah. I believe I was there, but it was a different lifetime. Well, <laughs> we're not there. <laughs> I know when you were born. Well, I said a different life. Oh, okay, sure. Different right. life. <laughs> well, just we're just going to skip back a little bit yeah, in time. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I keep thinking back to what it was like and and what how things were represented in the media during World War II. It was definitely a sense of you know the tragedy that was going on and people that were dying in the war, but the United States was very unified. You know, with war bonds and entertainment, and the enter- the entertainment figures were out there, um, touching people and being um, connected to people through the war. You know, and they kind of joined up. You know, it's sort of like what's kind of happening now with the coronavirus, but not exactly the same. It's quite different. But I, I- also remember very clearly as a kid the Cuban Missile Crisis, which happened oh. in the wake of that major lineup. In, in Aquarius in, oh, yeah. in February of 62. Right. Um, and that was, you know, as a kid, my perception was different than maybe adults, yeah. but it was still a sense that the world could end. Oh, yeah. And, I, you I, know. I remember that so well because I remember I was at grade school, and I walked up to some kid, and I said, How's, how are you going? He says, guess what? The world's going to end tonight. And that just like sent a shockwave through me, like hit hit the center of the earth, and I ran the home. The children. I know I was only like I think eight years old at the time, and I ran home and I I ran in my front door and I said, "What's going on?" My mother was packing up a bunch of emergency supplies to put in the basement in case we got bombed. I mean, just what I needed, right? <laughs> you know, I said. <laughs> and that, and that, so we start the Cold War, folks. That's right. And that, that kind of imprinted me. evening of terror. <laughs> I know. It, it imprinted me for a lot of years afterwards. I'm very scared to death of nuclear war. Just scared <laughs> to death of it. You know, and now it's different because I kind of, you know, went back and looked at what the heck happened with that. But. Uh, uh, Although we almost went there again in January, oh, yeah. because there was a feeling when, and this again, there was that was exactly when the Saturn Pluto lined up, yeah, for the first yeah. time right. on the twelfth. Although it was a, like a week leading up to that, uh-huh. where we really thought there could be a world war starting up because of the friction between Trump and Iraq, yes, yes. Uh, Iran. Yeah, well, I'm right. sure the bankers would have loved it because that's where they make their most money. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and the weapons manufacturers, yeah, yeah, yeah right. That's oh. that's always been the case. All wars are bankers' wars. That's Great right. video yeah. to watch. Really nice. Anyway, well, Ray, it's been so much fun today having you on. It's always wonderful when we have you on because your perspective is very unique, and we really appreciate having you here. So and it's fun to find out Thank that you. you're a Gemini. Yeah, well, you didn't know yeah. that? I did not. Well, I mean, he's been on three or four times now. I Hello. know, but that never came up. And well, now you know. 
Okay. Being a double Gemini, it's, I think next, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> next time, let's let's see if we can. Uh, let's hope that there's less doom and gloom in the air. That yeah, we that's true. We yes. can talk about something more positive. Thank you. Okay, so how do we get? How can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? Well, I have my website, uh, raygrassi.com, R-A-Y-G-R-A-S-S-E.com, and the information is on the website. There. Okay, great. Thank you for thank you very much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. It was okay. delightful. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. He's, he really. He's fun. He's fun too. Yeah. So anyway, our our um, our announcements are basically for things that aren't happening right now, but we'll still tell you a little bit about them. Uh, the Emerald Spiral Expo, as you know, was canceled. But if you have a booth, you've already paid for one. The money that you paid for that booth will go towards the one in September, which is on September 26, 2020. Hopefully it's going to happen. We don't know yet, but, you know. It will. It Hopefully, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think it will, too. So, anyway, and we have the uh, After Dark readings at the Pizza Casa on Mondays and also at Burr's Restaurant on Wednesdays. Those aren't happening right now, obviously. But, I, you know, I have a feeling that this is going to lighten up here fairly soon within a month. You know, were we able to get our restaurants back open? I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. I miss mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I miss them, especially Pizza Casa. They're awesome. They're I've like family I've never been to, to that us. place yet. Pizza Casa? I haven't been there. They are I'm going to have so to come amazing. out there when you're there one day. Yeah, they're so wonderful there. And um, I'm also thinking about starting uh, like a weekly event there. So. You know, Mondays have normally been where I've gone to the cows. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> But lately, oh, it's been nice. all different days. You, you've when gone I, to the cows. When I get bored, I go see the cows. Oh, see, well, I think that's awesome because if I had Boston Terriers and I had to go somewhere on a Monday, I'd go see them. I'm sure you would because yes. you love them. I love them more than I myself. Just like me and cows. Yeah, you and cows and me and Bosties. Anyway, so... Um, We'll let you know when they open again and when we can have people come down and and be with us and do readings for them. Okay, and I also do the horoscope column on the website, kknw.com, 1150kknw.com. It's updated every Monday at about noon, and so, yeah, I do that, and it's fun. Okay, so what? how can we get a hold of you? Uh, the best way is to call or text okay. 206-769-4924. Okay, and you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com. If you want to get a hold of me for a reading, you can do that EileenGrimes.com, and there's a page on there that says Astrological Consultations, and you just pull the menu down, you find it there, and you can order one. So anyway, and you can also get a hold of me at 206-816-0546. And coming next week, we have Mr. Matt Shea, who I've just found out that my co-host absolutely loves his work, and he does some fantastic writing. So he's going to be on. We're going to talk about it again. To work adjectives to describe things is great. Yes, I hope he heard that because he said he was going to listen today. So, hi Matt, how are you? Okay, so we're going to wrap it up here, and we're going to be back here next week, right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. 